BBC Gardener's World Autumn Fair will be set in the stunning grounds of Audley End near Saffron Walden in Essex from Friday the 2nd to Sunday the 4th of September and promises the very best of autumn garden and plant inspiration. And if you're looking for inspiration, there are plenty of experts attending the show as well. And one of them joins me on the line. Joe Swift, a good to catch up with you. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm, good. I'm pretty busy, busy time of year, but um, I'm good. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying myself, <laughs> uh, my ripe old age. <laughs> um, now, Joe, autumn uh, is uh, coming up. Uh, a lot of people are still looking after their gardens for the summer, but of all, particularly all of those new people to gardening, they're going to be moving into autumn and it's going to be a new voyage uh, of adventure for them, isn't it? What should they yeah. be thinking about for autumn? Well, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic time of year for gardening because people often go on holiday, come back, and their garden might be a little bit overgrown, a bit of a mess. They've got climbers, you know, entangling with each other and stuff looking maybe a little bit sad. Um, so it, it's a great time for planting. I mean, we're coming up to sort of, you know, picking bulbs, spring bulbs, planting spring bulbs, and... Uh, and sort of getting the garden in shape, really. So you're sort of, and things are slowing down as well. There's no crazy rush, which is what I love about sort of September, October. You know, you can look at it and you think, yeah, you know, it's raining and it's a bit cold. I'll get out there tomorrow. The weather looks a bit better. It's all so much more relaxed. Whereas in spring and summer, you feel like you're sort of, you know, spinning plates on sticks and you've got to try and keep the whole thing ticking over. Um, but, uh, no, it's a great time of year for gardening. I mean, it really is. So, uh, yeah, I love the autumn. I absolutely love it. And everything's just turning and all the colours are coming through. And you know, we, have, we have a very different approach now than we used to. In the old days, it was like snipping things back the minute they looked over. But mm. now, you know, we sort of enjoy the beauty of decay as well. So any perennial plants that, you know, might have seed heads on them or might still be standing up nicely, um, you know, leave them. Don't cut them back. Leave them through the winter until they pretty much fall over by themselves. And that's not only good visually. It gives you some stuff to look at, especially when it gets frosted in the winter. But um, it's great for, you know, wildlife, biodiversity, bit of cover for insects and anything that feeds on them and birds and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's a, it's a sort of uh, it's, a, it's a nice time to celebrate in the garden autumn. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on. It's hardly a going to sleep uh, sort of period, is it? No, not yet. Not yet, really. Um, it, there's still stuff going on, but it's sort of preparing for stuff to plant, but also enjoying what's there. And, you know, there might be a bit of harvesting and who, who, know, who knows when when uh, the first frost might turn up. But I mean, and also, you know, recently, you know, sort of September, October, the last, well, quite a few years has been glorious. You know, it's been the best weather, Indian summer, stuff just carrying on, but, you know, that lovely evening light as well. I mean, Chelsea Flower Show was last September and the weather was just amazing, you know, and it, and it actually showed a whole palette of plants that really come to the fore because most flower shows uh, earlier in the year, you know, it's all about spring and summer. Um, so, you know, it's really nice to have a show coming up that is going to, you know, really peak in September. Yeah, there's nothing better, is there, than having a, a, a warm, unexpected summer's evening with the sun going down and, and hitting the, the beautiful golden brown colours as, as the trees change and the leaves start falling. Yeah. It's stunning. I mean, it's so evocative, isn't it? 
It is, it is. But also, you know, there are perennials, you know, that, that, that work with that. There's like a lot of daisy flowers, things like heleniums and echinaceas and, and all the ornamental grasses. You get this sort of slight wheaty, yellowing, you know, and slightly autumn, just the browns just coming in. It's a really nice palette of plants and combined, like you say, with the light and the, maybe some dapple light coming through the trees. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's gorgeous. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. I mean, deep winter, I can sort of live without. <laughs> you know? I think most of us but, can, yeah. But late summer, in that sort of segue from late summer into autumn, like I say, last few years, it's just been magical. Mm-hmm. Now, Audley End, um, down near Saffron Walden in Essex, is a stunning building, but also has lovely grounds. And there's going to be plenty going on uh, at the show. What can people expect to come and see, Joe? Well, there's going to be uh, there's going to be myself. Um, there's going to be, I think, Aritz there and Adam's there from Gardeners World. Um There'll be loads of nurseries um, selling, and, and it will just be like, like I say, it's a great time of year to, to you know, to buy plants. I'm, I'm going up to Town Park soon, and you know, people are selling plants, but people put plants in and then go away a couple of weeks on holiday. It's you know, it's not the ideal time. Mm. September is the time to really think about buying plants and spring bulbs. Um, um, so yeah, I think there's going to be lots going on gone up there. It's a per- I've been telling the RHS for years they should do an autumn autumn show, <laughs> but it seems like Gardeners World have picked up on it first. You know, it's the perfect time of year for a show. Mm. Um, and and just thinking about a bit of redesign or replanting er- areas of your garden. Um, there's beautiful borders up there. There's going to be an organic potager garden. Um, which sounds great um, and then yeah experts like myself and um, Adam and Arit to, to do talks and talk to and hopefully um, you know, celebrate that time of year really. Mm. You mentioned the plant buying I mean you do quite a few of these uh, various shows is it difficult for you as somebody who lives and breathes uh, horticulture to come away from a show without buying something? Well it depends if I'm on the train <laughs> or not. <laughs> I'll be I'll be in my car at Audley End actually, so um, yeah, that's going to be a bit tricky. And I, I mean, when I do design talks, I'm always telling people, you know, never buy one of everything. You know, buy buy threes and fives to make impact. You know, always plant in sort of blocks or drifts or whatever. And I always come away with one of everything, <laughs> <laughs> just like everybody else does. You know, making all the same mistakes. Because I see something, I think I've got to have one of those. And uh, you know, yeah. So um, I do. I do. I, I'm not a crazy shopaholic but um, I've got a few spots in my garden that I'm, I'm looking to fill and I think that's a great opportunity to buy some. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and some of the other shows that uh, you and I have both bumped into each other at, you see people with those little trolleys on wheels stacked high with stuff yeah. for the garden, don't you? It's fantastic. Yeah, I'm glad they've designed one of those trolleys with quite slightly quieter wheels <laughs> because when we're filming and someone's in the old days, they were like really hard little plastic wheels and they go, you know, all the way down and everyone's waiting and looking at staring at this person and they and they finally get the message and very embarrassed about it. Um, but they've now designed one with quieter wheels, which is, uh, which is good. <laughs> but yeah, whoever invented those square boxes that fold out and that have got a trolley and a handle and everything must have made a fortune out of those yeah uh, but yeah people do yes. that's what that's what gardeners do you know there's no way you're going to go to a garden show and all the nurseries and great prices as well and also the advice you know the advice that nurserymen give you know they really know their plants they're the guys to chat to and say you know i've got this little shady spot here or i've got a sunny border or i'm thinking of this where will that grow best and um mm. and then you know buy stuff and the i don't know if there's a plant crash often there's a plant crash where you can sort of leave plants for the day along with your 
you know young children um and then come back and pick them up later on <laughs> when you're heading back heading back to the car you know after you've had a, had a good day out yeah. you mentioned the the filming and obviously you've been involved with gardeners world the tv program since the the back end of the the 90s haven't you um yeah. i mean yeah. at the shows some of the bigger shows where you're doing the filming for inserts into the the program and things like that is is it as is it as glamorous, the backstage world of the TV glamorous, gardening presenter? <laughs> There's nothing glamorous about it in the slightest, no. Um, no, is there, no, we literally, I mean, I was at Hampton Court uh, this week filming, you know, we all stuffed into a little porter cabin, um, all of us, um, and it's hot, and then, you know, we, you know, we just get a sandwich and, and a glass of water, and uh, it's not, seriously, it's very, very unglamorous. Chelsea, there's like 15 presenters. We all start stuck into one little porter cabin and we were all trying to you know, get our laptops out and maybe I, I try and get my wife and my kids in there and there's nowhere for anyone to sit. And no, it, you know, it, 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 it's not glamorous at all. But that's got, you know, apparently the chefs, the TV chefs are unbelievably high maintenance, but all the gar- all the gardeners just roll up, you know, by themselves. You know, they, they, we don't turn up with an entourage who carry our knives and us. You know, we don't turn up with people who carry our forks and spades and um, all that sort of stuff. We just rock up and uh, and do our thing, really. And I think we all, you know, we, we all get on really well. And it's um, that's the nice thing about the shows for us is that's where we actually catch up with each other as well and we socialise together. Because you know, often when you're filming Garden as well, you're going off with a little crew off to see a garden. But I don't get to see sort of Monty and Adam and Carol and Rachel and and the rest of the gang, you know, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Uh, lots of visitors to the show want to come and hear you and all your um, fellow experts speak and give advice. And and I know that you always give time to to individuals for one to one conversations. And and, and that's yeah. that's the the reality bit, isn't it? Because you're never short of a conversation with an interested gardener. No, I'm not. No, and everyone's that you know. And I love, I love sort of uh, you know people who are just new to gardening, just re- just sort of got into the magic and just starting to understand. Or they've just got a garden, or they've got a balcony, or they started growing some indoor plants, or you know they're a kid or they're a student. You know, I, I, it's just a very exciting talking to other people as well as knowledgeable gardeners. But knowledgeable gardeners sometimes come up to you and just want to show off or how much they know. You know, and, um, <laughs> so it's much. I, I find it much more. It's, it's sort of the passion and and that's the thing. It breaks down all barriers. That's the wonderful thing about gardening. It breaks down all barriers between, you know people and it's a very diverse um you know range of people that go garden from you know incredibly smart posh people down to sort of your working class you know there's there's all sort of demographics and it cuts through and people who connect through plants and their gardens and the creativity and growing stuff there's something really magical about that um and i just i just love it i I mean at hampton court the other day you know i was doing this design talk and at the end of it um this girl came up she was a student i can't remember she was studying english or something but she said i think i think i want to be a garden designer now and i was like well brilliant you know and i gave her a bit of advice how to start we should basically start gardening you know just garden as much as you can and volunteer for stuff and you need to garden for a year or two um before you go and study anything 
Um, but, you know, and the audience were, were there and, and everyone sort of was really willing her on, you know, in her gardening career that she'd yeah. only just sort of realised that that's what... And that's what happened to me, you know. I just... You know, you sort of fall into it and then think, oh, this is really great and it's really interesting and I could... And you're always learning and then you realise people in the industry are really nice as well and there's something incredibly satisfying uh, about about gardening at all levels, at all levels, whether it's planting a seed or it's designing a big garden or whatever it might be. It's just... It's a lovely thing to be involved in. Mm. It has been said that over the sort of couple of years of the uh, of the pandemic, maybe up to three million new yeah. gardeners have have found uh, an interest in horticulture um yeah. some of them will be approaching uh, designing and thinking about their autumn garden for the first time and a lot of them will be young yeah. people who've, yes. who've got engaged I- in this now what would be the best two or three tips for people who are uh, particularly young people ha- perhaps who are going to be looking at their their gardens now this year and thinking right what can i do before winter sets in yeah um yeah that's a good question i mean i think um i think getting soil sounds a bit boring but soil getting your soil right i think a lot of people struggle you know and because their soil is uh poor or it's you know just not as fertile and moisture retentive so i'm i you know in the autumn it's a perfect time of year to mulch over your borders and everyone mulches like way too thinly they put a little scattering of organic matter and that organic matter can be anything it can be you know mushroom compost anything you can get locally sort of cheaply uh either in sort of bags or or loose or whatever but um if you into the autumn if you sort of you know mulch over deeply uh, two or three inches and then the worms just take all that stuff down in the winter do all the work for you and improve your soil you do that two or three years on the trot and the range of plants that you can grow um increases sort of expon- exponentially really mm. um and a lot of you know people with small gardens or city gardens you know they have quite poor soil it's often dry and no one's nourished it for a long time so concentrate on your soil and it'll pay you back you know in spades if you excuse the pun um then uh, I'd be looking at planting spring bulbs, which are very, very exciting um, because you're sort of you're sort of drawing with it with invisible ink in the garden, which is what I like. So you know, looking at a selection of bulbs through the season, you know, from don't buy snowdrops because snowdrops should be bought should be bought in the green in spring. But um, things like you know grape hyacinths and then narcissi and tulips and camassias. I love camassias. Mm. Camassias and alliums. They come back every year. So once they're in the ground, you know, if they're happy, they'll come back year on year, whereas, you know, a lot of tulips won't. So looking at a selection of bulbs and, again, not buying just three or five of them, thinking about trying to buy 50 of something or, you know, 30 of something to make some real impact. And if you haven't got room in the borders, put them in pots um, wherever you want. So that's that that's a really good thing to do in the autumn. Um, and then just sort of general maybe dividing up, uh either planting new perennials shrubs anything looking to it's a really good planting season coming up so um or dividing you know if you've got a big clump of something and you think okay i could dot and that's done really well in my garden well that's a sure sign it's good you know it's going to be ripe for sort of dividing dotting around and just getting a nice continuity um rather than having a big block of it think how can i just you know drift it through here and fill in a few gaps there and stuff and and filling up that space so um yeah 
I mean, there you go. There's three tips. Plenty um, to do there, isn't there? Goodness me. Plenty to do there. <laughs> plenty to do there. BBC Gardeners World Autumn Fair will be Audley End House near Saffron Walden in Essex from Friday the 2nd of September to Sunday the 4th. For more information and to book tickets, go to the website at bbcgardenersworldfair.com. And if you're an English Heritage member, do look out for the special ticket offer. Get yourselves down. It's going to be a great, great show. Great day out. It's okay. going to be a great show, though, uh, Joe. And as always, it's an absolute pleasure to catch up with you. Many thanks. Nice to talk. Cheers.